Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, if you love the show, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. Um, please subscribe to the show on Spotify. You can also subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. I feel like the show is like everywhere, even on platforms that I don't upload it on, which I find is kind of creepy. But the mm-hmm. Internet does what it wants to do. Um, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you love the show, just please go and leave a review. If you don't want to write nothing, don't write nothing. Just give it five stars. I don't want, you know, nothing less. Give me what I deserve. Five stars and you'll make my day. Let's get into this episode. How you feeling, Yaya? I'm good. How's your weekend? It was, it was cool. I, I haven't laughed as, as hard as I did this past weekend in a very long time. That's good. And it was very refreshing. So, um. Who's that? Oh, who's that? Greg. Oh, sorry, Greg. Playback. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm good. What about you? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. What did I do? Saturday, I hung out with my grandma because I got to give her her one day a week date. I braided her hair, got her together. So you she. Cornrow? I did plaits. Oh, okay. <laughs> She, but she was hyped. She was like, I didn't even know you could do this. I was like, Grandma, chill. Right. And then yesterday, I was literally on a date all day, which was oh. nice. Okay, how was that? It was nice because I felt like me and him had only been on dates at night. And mm. so I was just like, I need to see I need to see you in the daytime. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes your vibe with someone at night is different from your vibe with someone at day. That is true. And I was like, I just need to know if like I could tolerate you in a day mm. so i think you know we met up at 12 o'clock we got in a cab at 10 p.m so i feel like that was a long hours mm-hmm. so we had great conversation like he's cool okay so you know i don't like to get my hopes up because you know niggas yeah, be but, nigging. You know, but it's progression because look how many times you guys hung out so though so that's true so that's a good thing it's a sign and he's very sweet and i told him i had a podcast oh okay but I was like, yo, Pinky promised me you won't listen. And he Pinky promised me. But I know he's... No, so I didn't tell him the name or what. I didn't tell him anything. Okay. He had brought up podcasts. And he had brought up the Joe Budden podcast. And I was like, yo, did you listen to yesterday's episode? I was crying. And he was like, you listen to that podcast? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I feel like it's so misogynistic. And I was like... You think so? I was like, I mean, they do be saying some fucked up shit. I was like, but the truth is the truth. So I be cracking up. Yeah. I'm like... I said, maybe I don't, I said, they, I do listen to like that podcast and like brilliant idiots and they do say really, really fucked, fucked up, up things, yeah. especially brilliant idiot. The Joe Budden podcast, like, I feel like now that he's on Spotify, he, he's kind of like toned himself down a little bit, yeah. but, um, the brilliant idiots, that's like, they do say some crazy <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, he was like, I'm just surprised that you listened to that. I was like, well, I don't know. I kind of like listening to all male podcasts because, like, I want to know what y'all the are thinking. thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Their perspective is, even if I don't agree with it, like, because he was like, said some things that when I listen to Joe Budden's podcast, I don't agree with. I'm like, sir, this is very one-sided, very ignorant. But mm-hmm. it would be refreshing if they would have guests on there. 
Like, mm. I think I would like that. Do you like more. when they do, like, the phone calls? Yes, when they call I love people? when they did the Jill Scott one. Oh, yeah. After the whole little microphone incident. Um, but I, I think it would be, it would bring a different perspective because I feel like, first of all, I think he is kind of rude to, what's his name? Mal and Rory. Rory. I think he's, I, I like Rory. I think he's cool. Okay. I like Rory, but I think he could be I like a little Mal. asshole. I think he could be an asshole to Rory a little bit. I'm like, like the token. Well, not really the token white kid because there's other guy on there. What's his name? Parks. Parks. But you know, you don't see Parks. Parks Park. just kind of like became like a regular on the show because so, yeah. he wasn't. He would like chime in, yeah. but now I feel like it's literally Joe Budden, Parks, Mal, and yeah. Rory. Yeah. I even think when they went on tour, Parks is on the tour with them too, talking. Mm. Um, but I, I like it, and I think that's a great perspective. Like. You, or you do want to know what they're thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's funny. But don't let him know this because he don't be like, this chick on your on your co-host is a fucking mess. So. No. So I was talking to him about the podcast and I was like, you know, in the beginning I used to have like different podcasts every show, but I was like, now I have a permanent co-host and I was like, and I just think she brings something different from what like Yaya is good for the information. She knows what <laughs> she is talking about. She... It's Googled. It's stamped. It's <laughs> it's in there. Right. You get what I'm saying? I was like, I don't have that. I was like, so it's good to have that yeah, on the balance. show or whatever. Yeah. And um, so we were just talking about, I was like, please don't listen to the show. I feel like he's not, it's fine if he does listen. But I didn't tell him the name. But it's just like, if he Googled me, it's right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, don't Google me. And he was like, why? I was like, <sighs> But... We still have an exchange Instagram names or anything. You know, too, because also what would be dope is like, I want him to know you for who you are today. Right. And not who you were maybe like six months ago when you may have done an episode. You know, it could be all involved every day. So. But I also told I was like, but if you do listen, I was like, here are some funny ass episodes. Like, I kind of just through some like oh you know some things out there but i don't care if he listens or not like i he's very chill and very laid back i was like it's my truth on there i was like i tell a lot of my business but it's all my truth yeah so okay so whoever you are sir you went for a rude awakening but enjoy i know i was just like but we were talking about podcasts and i was like how can we have this conversation i'm not gonna mention my show definitely It'll be the perfect time. Yeah, and then he listened to a bunch of podcasts, and I was just like, "All right, so yeah, it was cool. I felt like I can tolerate him for a long amount of time, which is right a check mark on the list." Um, so yeah, that was cool. So that's all I did. Okay, kind of bullshitted mm-hmm. this weekend, but I had a good time. That's good. Um. I'm like, what should we talk about first? I don't know. What ha- I don't even remember really what happened this week. I've been so busy with other things. Like, let's talk about fabulous. Okay, go ahead. So, if you guys don't know, um, all the blogs or whatever started posting a video of fabulous, basically like expressing his love for his woman of 15 years emily bustamante bustamante i don't know emily b yeah yeah um and if anyone knows the history of them you're looking at that shit like it's crazy because he be acting like he don't even know her name sometimes like he he doesn't speak on her he um people are always making fun of his instagram captions because 
anytime he posts a picture of her, um, it's literally like HBD, like happy birthday. Um, but with everybody else, it's like this long-winded caption. So they're always like, damn, you can't even give your girl this. Um, and then TMZ posted a picture of him having, I guess, lunch with another woman. Um, he said that this woman was a teacher. I found it quite strange that uh, you and a teacher would have a, a picture of alcohol yeah. um, in the middle of your table. But, you know, that's what he said. And so, yeah, that was basically the story. So he's saying that, like, he's trying to work on, I guess... I think it, so- it sounded like they're broken up, and he's trying to get her back. Yeah. And like, they've been broken up for a while, but, like, he's, like, working on their situation. Like, they've been working on their situation. Right. Um, I, I thought they were married. Why did you think they were married? Remember after the incident happened? Um, I don't know. I never thought once they were married. I never no, but they started wearing... I, I know that means... Yeah, but they literally started wearing rings on their marriage fingers. So everyone was thinking they got married, especially to so he wouldn't um that he wouldn't get charged in that case. Oh, okay. So cuz he ended up not getting any jail time or anything like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I I when I saw the um the live cuz he was going on saying how much he loves Emily and you know, that's the woman he wants to be with. Honestly, I really thought it was sincere. The only reason why I thought it was slightly sincere is because he never, out of all the accusations that that he has had, and personally knowing women that he has messed with and bought things for, like he is, and he, he doesn't speak out on anything ever. He's really trying to clean, clear his name. I think. You know what I think? I think he's been putting her through mad shit for so many years. And she finally was like, you know what? I got to leave. And I think, because usually you see, like, you'll see pictures of them, like, in the same party or just something or whatever. But neither of them have, like, it doesn't seem like they're ever together. I don't follow either, but. I haven't seen any pictures of them or on Ball or anything like that. Right. So, yeah, I feel like she maybe she at least moved out the crib yeah. and was like, you know, like really lit the fire under his ass. Like, that's what I think it yeah. is. And I think this picture coming out, because he's like, this is a setup. I'm just like. Yeah, he, he was really going on. That's why I was kind of feel like, like he really is sincere about the situation. Because I'm like, he never speaks on anything. And I'm just, it's, it comes to a point where it's just like, I feel bad for her. And I know what it's like to be that woman who constantly keeps going through things with a guy. And the one time he may not possibly be doing something, it looks fishy. So you can't give him the benefit of the doubt. She finally reached her breaking point, I think. And I totally understand where she's coming from. But I really do think he may not, he may not be lying. I think he was up to no good. Oh, God. But I think he got caught. I think he's trying to win his queen back. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was like, um, someone was like, he tried to take notes from Carmelo. <laughs> that it looked like, cause they kind of had the same vibes, mm-hmm. um, and and what they were saying, right, about what happened. But you could clearly look at Carmelo. Like, why we still haven't seen the family, bro? 
Come on. Yeah. Because if I'm trying to make sure that the baby that, the woman that I just had a baby on is not going to leave me, I would I would have got that whole family together and be like, everybody say hi. Look, <laughs> I'm not on here. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that one was a dub. Like, I don't believe it. Um, But, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope she leaves his ass. I really I don't. Think she deserves so much more, but honestly, for a woman, it, for it, it's easy to you know pass judgment on those when you're not in their in their shoes or whatever. But I feel like she's been going through it for so long. But I know it's tougher with kids involved. But it's like, sis, if you don't leave at the, some point, then at this point, you just actually deserve the mistreatment and the lying and the cheating and the scandals because you just keep putting yourself through the same shit. And she's gorgeous and she's a sweet woman and she's an entrepreneur. It's not like she's a, you know, she does not get into her own bag. Any man will want her. Right. You know, I don't understand why she continues to deal with him. But, you know, I I hope they find some peace and some resolution because this shit is ridiculous at this point. I just feel like the disrespect beyond all of these years is kind of like... And I also hate that, like, because he never speak. It's different when, like... Okay. It's different when you have two people who never speak about their relationship, but also someone's never getting embarrassed or whatever. Like, they're just two people living their lives. Nothing ever is crazy about them in the news or whatever. So you don't expect them to say anything. But I just think it's so crazy that it takes a situation like this for him to express his love right. to his woman of over and, and publicly all the time. X amount of years. Right. And, like, I definitely know how it feels to be with someone who, like, publicly kind of trying to like treat your situation like it's like it's like they don't talk about it but they don't really it's like they don't talk about it and then there is some public embarrassment there but behind closed doors this motherfucker is a baby right and it's like i love you i care about you you're this you're that and it's just like i don't know i just i'm like he should have been professor's love for this woman yeah after all that there's just been so much embarrassment after all of these years at some point like i said i feel like you know, it's she's responsible too. That's true. I feel like you know um, we become equally responsible when we keep staying and dealing with the bullshit like, and keep having more kids, keep having more kids, and that's just like we we keep falling in love with potential and not seeing for things for what it re- what it really is. And it's like if he is really out here cheating and wilding, and that's some chick that he was really screwing and shit like that and doing shit for. I mean. I mean, I don't know what to tell you anymore, Emily. You're just going to have to deal with the bullshit. Awesome. insane. If he really did knock out her teeth and she took him back after that and then he cheated again. Oh, that's her fault. That was, that's you totally, knocked out totally my fucking teeth? Totally First of all, I don't know if I could be with someone after they knocked out my teeth. And I know abuse is a totally different lane. I know, like... Being abused by someone is like it's mentally, it's physically, like it's some next level shit. Because if it was easy to leave, I'm pretty sure a lot of women would leave. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like if you knocked out my teeth, and also, yeah, I, yeah, you have to be a you you have to be a, a an example for your children at this mm-hmm. point too. Especially when you have a daughter, and now you have two sons. Like you don't want. You want to show your sons this is not how to treat women. Yes. Angry, this is not how you get your way. And also let her daughter know, like, listen, no man should put their hands on you regardless of how angry they are. So it's going to have to take a lot of strength from her to to walk away from that situation permanently. 
Because now her daughter's at the age where she's dating. And to me, she I think she's dating with a toxic Herbo. person. Yeah, you, you riding around. You think with, G Herbo is toxic? I think he's toxic. I think he, he has issues. I think he has issues, but I, I think he's like... I think... Can can his situation now help him Now out Ari? Now, now Ari? Now that with them two together no, was a shit show. No, she has problems. She that, has that real problems. That woman has fucking issues. Because she just verbally and physically abusive. And I just don't like the things that they do in front of their kids. Yes, her, her friends be twerking. And one yeah. time her homegirl was damn near making Not out with her day. son. Yeah. I'm like... It was like a little... It's very uncomfortable. But I, but I do feel like there's certain things that they both bring when they were together that would that made the situation worse they exacerbated all their issues but i think like sometimes when you date people that person can bring you out of that you know or make you see another side so hopefully even though with taina taian or whatever her name is she is still young and still growing get to know her getting to know herself but she also could show him a different light or hopefully show him that because they seem they appear well, to be happy g herbo's young as hell too it's so crazy that like yeah, they are they like people like G Herbo and what's the Chief Keith? They've been out since they was like sixteen, so I've always thought they were older. Chief Keith is like twenty three. Are you serious? No, Chief Keith is no, he's like twenty three, and he has a forty something year old baby mother. Like I know, yeah, <laughs> something is not something's wrong with her. She something's wrong with her. I know, like Ari, what she just turned twenty four. Something um, like that. Ari's, Ari's a cute girl. She's dating that boxer. I, I think it's so funny when they be calling her um, Miss Piggy. I don't know why, cause sometimes when her face is super beat, no, yeah, she, looks she like, does. She looks, to me, she looks like lamb chop. Ari oh, looks like lamb with chop the with the lashes. She looks like lamb chop. It's too much. Everything about her is theatrical, and she doesn't. And what I don't like about her, she doesn't take criticism well. Like everybody, like everything is like I'm gonna fight Suck you. Suck my like, dick. Like, yeah, yeah. You could punch me in the face. I don't give a shit. I'm still gonna talk about you. I don't care. You go whip my ass. I'm gonna still have my opinions. But you know what? I think in like this social media, social media is not for everybody. It's not, and not everybody can take criticism. And when when we live in our own worlds, like just amongst us, you you're not gonna get like, oh, bitch, you look fat today. But when you have, no, so, when yeah. you got one point four million followers or whatever on Instagram, of course, someone's gonna come in your comments like, bitch, you look fat today. Like I know it takes a lot of mental power to like to try to block that shit out mm-hmm. but i feel like she needs to do it now she's the ghetto she is so hood and ratchet in so many ways it's it's very disturbing i feel bad for that little boy because he's gonna be with his mama the whole time and she could be slightly ignorant don't get me wrong i love i love ari like i follow her i think she's i, I like her energy when it comes to certain things but i'm like you you can't beat up everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just can't fight everybody. And, and, and she fight her niggas. Her yeah. Dick, her yeah she I'm fight like, everything. And it's just like, you're going to have to learn how to do, to, to resolve your issues without putting your hands on people. Mm-hmm. Or, or even just threatening people. Everything does not re- need to resort to a fight. Right. Like, and that to me is just insane. You know, but I, hopefully her and, what's his name? Javanta? Yeah, the boxer. Javanta. He a little tiny tot, too. I was yeah, like, they a little tiny couple. I know, right? Because he tiny. And they young, you know. They're younger than us. And they act, I feel me, for me personally, I feel like they act more grown than I do. They look old as hell. But you know, that's the new thing. The new thing is like, you know how like we were, when we were younger, right? Or like 18, 17, 18, 19, 20 or whatever. You wanted to be grown, but we didn't have the resources. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays, like nowadays, 
you could be an Instagram star at 18 and make a million dollars. So you can shoot from yeah. zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like we, we really didn't have those resources. Right. Like you literally had to be a celebrity mm-hmm. to like look grown as shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even look at Kylie Jenner. You're like, you're how old? Well, all of this, like yeah. your body, your Goodbye. face look like this. Like everyone looks so grown. I was on this one girl, this young girl's page. Um, and she already got her whole body done. This girl's probably like 22, nose, lips, ass. And I'm just like, yeah, no. My one of my cousins, she got her straight out of high school. She got her boobs done. Her mother paid her get her boobs done. I'm just like, I think I'm okay with boobs. I don't. I feel like relax for a second because I feel like I feel like no one should be touching their body unless like, for example, if your boobs are too big and it's causing back pain or something. Mm. Like when that's the only time I'm okay with cosmetic surgery when like at an early age. I think nose jobs are okay. Because some people noses are wilding. No, I understand that. I get so, no, I get that. But I feel like not at like 16, but I feel like for your 18th birthday, if your nose is always fucked with you, if you really hate your nose, I don't know. I feel like I would do that for my kid. Maybe, t- okay. My mom paid for my breast reduction at 21. Okay. But, okay. But and why, that was, it, my back was oh. wilding. But also, okay. my boobs was like big as shit. They were saggy and I didn't like them. But you, but my thing is, it was also to alleviate. It, alleviate pain right whereas some people just going under there at such a young age and it's like sis slow the fuck down Mm -hmm. slow down because i feel like when you like 26 25 and over when you figure these things out and okay you see where things are because you start to spread and you're kind of settling in that is true because i feel like with me like i i was talking about getting a you know when i was young i'm like yeah i'm gonna get my butt done and out of nowhere my ass grew out of nowhere Mm-hmm. my boobs got bigger and i'm like there's no way i'm still going through puberty you know and then when you start to settle down then you could figure out if you want to tweak a little couple of things like let your body grow into yourself because i do not look like the 18 20 year old yaya right right you know so i feel like you just wait wait a second and then as you get older and then the thing is like sometimes like some people like for example with boobs you gonna get your boobs on the 18. Most likely, you gotta get those boobs taken out every 10 years. Yeah, you have to. You gotta keep get you get your breasts done. Mm-hmm. You have to get them redone. So it's like, who's gonna pay for them at 28? If you're not in a position, you know what I'm saying? Just wait for a second. Uh, like I was flat chested, and my boobs got bigger when I gained weight. I think waiting. Now that you like say wait, I think waiting is important also for your like self esteem sometimes yeah, yeah, because true. I truly do think like. You know, when we were younger, like like you said, you had a different body than the body you have now. And I think sometimes, like nowadays, we're just so quick to like, well, the younger kids now are so quick to just like go to a doctor and get things done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially now things are more accessible. They're cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, they figured out new ways on how to do different things. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like sometimes a lot of people are never content. And then they ended up looking crazy and so i think yeah i think a lot of people can also i think you kind of develop the habit of picking at yourself yeah it's exactly my Mm -hmm. point and that's why i'm like and that's something else i want to touch base on because i'm like you're always going to be looking in the mirror looking at what needs to be needed now don't get me wrong i'm all for nip and tuck i love a good good body when it's done correctly when you look like yourself 
I'm, I support anyone who wants to do it, but I just feel like at such a young age, I think we need to slow down because we don't even know who we really are. I, like, I couldn't imagine, like, getting a boob job or a fat transfer at the age of 18. Yeah, okay. So, I think the age... I think a nose job is different from a boob job. Well, yeah, because I just I understand, I understand because that's the first thing people see. And then it's just like sometimes with your nose, like some people look like hooks. Some people look like... That's what I'm piggy. saying. Like, I, I, underst- I understand, but... But I think the, the rest of the body could probably wait. wait. Just yeah. wait. Just wait. Especially for those, like... Like, there's this girl that some of my friends know. She's younger than us. She's, like, maybe just turned 22. And she already got her body done, and she wants to do more to her body. And I'm, like... I had to tell my friends, like, tell her not to do that because you're going to spread when you get older. Like, literally, I'm still spreading. Like, my butt and my hips are spreading. And I'm, like, imagine... What, I was skinny. I was wearing, what, a size... I was probably, what, a size 4 at 22. You know, and as I got older, that's when I started gaining weight. And now I'm, like, what fucking 10 or 12 you know so just just wait it out like there's no rush especially if you gotta pay for it let a motherfucker pay for it at least like try to get a coin or half of that i always say lord willing i make it to year 2055 and i see how these bodies settling mm-hmm. i see how these injections settling i see i want to see how crazy shit look mm-hmm. years from now because some people are going to look and did you see that lady with that crazy fat ass on Instagram? Like it's like it's insane. Like the doctor who whoever worked on her ass, like they should go to jail. Like it's like she was on. Was someone had recorded her. No, that's a different lady. But her shit looked crazy too. Mm-hmm. Someone had recorded her walking like into a restaurant or something and her ass was just like it looked like she can barely stand forward like she might tip back because her ass is so heavy what? it's disgustingly big See, that's the problem. and i'm like she must have some like body dysmorphia situation because i don't know i just feel like sometimes i look at people and i'm like why you want to look like that like yeah i get your body i'm all for getting your body done like do what you want to do but like within like like be, be reasonable be reasonable about it because i just feel like people just don't want to look natural anymore but i feel like natural is coming back but and it's, and it's something else i want to touch base on too you know this whole fat ass thing don't get me wrong like i i love my butt but it's it's kind of strange because i realize a lot of guys don't even want that like a lot of guys prefer skinnier women you think it's because of the attention i don't think it's the attention I just Are think because they're scared you're gonna whip that thing out. I don't know. Sure I don't know. I just about. realized a lot of guys like you know they they are, they really are like they started to prefer slimmer women now. Mm. So it was just like we you know before you just go and get this humongous ass and add all these hips and get this little tiny waist, just you know be careful because I, I think it's the whole like, big butt thing might get played out soon. I also feel like if you do do it, never do it because of something that a man wants you, you to do. do. Yeah, do never do it to get more attention from men. Like, do it because it's, like, what, something that you it's really right, want. exactly. Mm-hmm. Because you know. I feel like when you do shit like that, and, like, if you don't end up getting that attention or if the man that you did it for ends up leaving you, it's just like, mm, so now you just stuck with this crazy looking ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or... <sighs> yeah, I don't know how we got to injections and shit, but yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> so I posted 
someone's tweet on the page and you made a comment about it so the post says i think more women should shoot their shot so they can date people they actually want rather than responding to people who want them i think that is makes so much sense i think it does make sense but it's it's you know what it is because for, for one i agree with the post i just i know from experience it's not that easy it's not that simple um because first of all it's not in our nature to to approach men mm-hmm. at all and we're always told to wait for men to make the decision making and let him choose you which is stupid why we want to put the power and my worth in somebody else's hands um but i've been rejected before trying to make me an advance. too so that's why i'm just like i prefer not to do it but i think it's a good step in the right direction to do so but think of all the men that we rejected and they get up every day and they still got the energy to go and talk to me. But I think, but then again, but that's the way men are taught though. You're going, men are taught you're going to be rejected. Men are taught like, you know, just keep going or whatever. We're not taught that. We're taught to be chose, to be the, to be the one who gets chosen. Prepare yourself to be chosen. Yeah, that's you true. You know, we're, we're raised to be somebody's wife and make sure that you, 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 you walk down the street a certain way, you dress a certain way, you speak a certain way. Men don't have the options because now we're preparing to let them line us up and be like, you know, I think I want that one. Today. Yeah, like they pray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're the ones that have to sit around and wait for someone to finally make a quote unquote honest woman out of us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the, there is a major difference. So that's why I'm just like, eh, I get it. And I'm, I'm totally agree with it. I just don't like to do it myself. Yeah. And I don't want nobody to take it. I don't want to want to take my number out of sympathy because they don't want to hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, because that's what we do. Yes. And then we block you. Yes. So I think I totally agree with the, what you just said. I think like dating apps and maybe Instagram does make it a bit easier Easy. to yeah, shoot your shot. But when I have shot my shot on Instagram. One time I got no response, and I felt like I sent him like the most popping thing. Like I was just like, "You don't see my page? Like really?" He never replied back to me. And then this other guy, I looked through his page, and I never seen no girlfriend, no nothing. So I was just like, "All right, he's he he looks so good. I'm just gonna DM him." Do you know I DM'd him? He know, and he has a large following or whatever. So I didn't really expect him to get back to me. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe he'll just look at his DMs and be like, hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Um, a few days later, I literally see him walking in Soho hand in hand with another woman. I was like, mm. oh, so he has a girlfriend. Yeah. But it was so crazy because before that, I had never seen this man before. Mm. So that maybe that was God saying like it's not that he rejected this already someone in the picture. Maybe. Well, I didn't like I said I didn't really know if he would respond anyway because he has such a large following. The DMs are probably crazy. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, he's not gonna respond back to me. But I was like, but maybe he will. Um. But and I don't like the way I don't like the way rejection feels. I guess I know no one likes that, mm-hmm. but. I, I guess like, I'm okay with it. I don't knock women for doing it. It's just like it's it's just that since we're taught to be the ones who get chosen and to prepare yourself to be chosen, me actually asking a man out or trying to get a man's attention like and actually be black and white about it is going to be a little tough for me. Yeah. It's a little tough. 
It's gonna be a little tough. And and it's, and it's, she's right because we can really choose the men that we want to date. Like, and I'm pretty like a lot of men would date us. And there have been so many times where I've seen someone, I've looked at them, and I was like, wow, this person's, like, really attractive to me. But I never did anything about it because I was kind of like, well, if he likes me, he'll talk to I, me. But I know, like, I know I scare some men. Yeah. There's some men that told me, like, you scare the shit out of me. Like, you're too strong, you're too, too vocal or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how to be recessive. And, well, not me, let me not say that. I know how to be recessive when I have to be. But it's just like I'm so used to doing everything on my own. Like my, I remember my ex used to tell me that I'm, I don't know how to let him be a man, and we had to really unpack that. Mm-hmm. And when I, when we did, it was just like, no, you want someone who you could do whatever you want to do, to like you want someone that you could walk all over, and you can c- come over when you feel like it. You can answer your phone when you like when you feel like it. You just don't want no one to challenge the bullshit. Right. right. And that's the problem. And even like my one of my other exes he told me i was so strong like he was afraid because he he kept fucking up to the point he just stopped answering me and you you know who i'm talking about and um when i finally met up met up with him to talk about it he was like um you're just too strong i was afraid of what you're going to say to me but i was like you didn't even give me a chance to to discuss the situation with you i said am i yelling at you am i arguing with you because i give such give off such a strong presence Right. But this is what I don't understand about men is just like, I guess I'm just like, what is, why is me not wanting to deal with your bullshit a negative? Like, I, I get why it's a negative for right. you, but like, why would you even want to deal with the woman who let shit like that go by? Like, do you want a fucking doormat? Is that what you want? Basically. Basically basically like you want my thing is like you would you want me to raise our daughter maybe a future daughter maybe you have a daughter already do you want your child to see this is how women are supposed to be treated right you know and i i don't know i don't know where their mind goes sometimes it's just i, I, don't, I don't know i think and i think what's conflicting is just like they everybody wants a woman as a boss right yeah. now that's a new thing like they want a boss ass chick they want someone who get into their own bag that can contribute but with that, when when you when you dating a woman who is a boss, or maybe get into her own bag in some way, maybe corporate climbing the corporate ladder, mm. there's certain attributes that come with that. Like there's a whole nother attitude, it's a whole nother ball game, and I think a lot of men don't like that. And when you're used to calling the shots and running the, the show, shots, and you do hard. your own shit, and you take care of your own self, and you are in charge, fully in charge of your destiny and you're owning that shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, nah, nah, not her. Yeah, not nah, her. No, seriously. I, I remember I read this book by Tariq Nishi. It's like the art of gold digging. Mm. Tariq Nishi, if y'all know, he's like very pro black. He could be. He's been on the Breakfast Club. Yes, I love Tariq Nishi. He's like one of my favorite. My dad sent me this book called The Art of Gold Digging maybe like years ago. Mm-hmm. And I read it one time on a plane. And he said, like, one of the things about getting a man with money is that you don't want a man i mean men don't want women who are too smart i never get this chapter and it was very interesting because they like guys don't want a woman who feels like they can like outdo them or outshine them or they don't they don't want to look bad in public either because they feel incompetent yeah and i'm just like but i feel like why even look at it from that perspective where I may be more savvy or more well versed in a particular topic or an area 
than you are and vice versa we both can bring something unique to the table why even think about it from that from that way but a lot of men when i do and I, actually it's crazy because I, when i talk to other guys it's kind of like they want a bimbo and you, if you really think about it the bimbos are the ones who are quote-unquote secretly winning right like the, the airheads the one that doesn't have anything to offer a man but pussy and their mouth can't even cook a meal correctly without it being greasy and those are the ones who get the get the trips and get get flown out and get taken care of while the women like that actually can bring something to the table the ones who are like yeah because they talk too damn much mm-hmm. and they always want to know why exactly who, who what when and where yeah because i know one thing i said to myself like i i don't want to date a man who can't bring something to the table like i don't mind me and you are building something together and you bring something else but there's no way i personally can let a man in my house and he is okay with making a certain amount of money you're not taking off your shoes and parking your feet under my table if you can't contribute to my life or this household in any way that's a fact yeah yes i can't do it me and the guy that i was on a date with yesterday we were talking about that i was like listen i was like you know in my childhood I seen a lot of women taking care of men. I seen a lot of women. I see. Oh, I seen a lot of households without men. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I know I'm gonna be good regardless. Right. Cause I like I seen my mama push through. I seen my aunties push through, and beyond that, mm-hmm. I was like, but what I will not allow is some man being a fucking bum and yeah, me being okay it. with that. I can't do it. I said I was like I need you to lead. Like I need you I need you to inspire me vice versa, Listen. but like I need you to be a man. Right, because you know I I understand like you want when you when we date somebody, we want a partnership, right? But I feel like we have, we have to understand what don't mean to interrupt you, but men drag the word partnership, and they take it somewhere else. What do you mean? They're like, oh, if you want partnership, if you want 50-50. Oh, yeah, they, no, they OD like that. No, that's, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, we want to be equally yoked, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about finances, like, at least spiritually um, and emotionally and mentally, because there are going to be days where you feel down, and you feel like you don't want to do anything or whatever. My job is to uplift you. My, but my job is not to carry your baggage and your weight. You know, my job is to, to make sure I can be that backbone. And, and when you feel weak, I'm there to make you strong. I'm there to, to pick up the pieces and figure out, okay, this is where I step in. How can I help you get to the next level? Because we all, sometimes we get into a depressive state or we just feel like, okay, we keep trying and trying and nothing is coming into fruition. And it happens. And, and the same thing should be for, you know, men and women. But I feel like now it's just like, like now, now you think about it with the partnership thing. This is like okay, you guys want a woman who can, who wants to be want you want her to be fifty fifty, and you want her to contribute to the household bills and everything like that. But in the same breath, I'm still cooking, cleaning, taking care of children, and have to still suck your dick at night. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's ever fifty fifty. It's never gonna be fifty fifty. It's never going to be fifty fifty. And I feel like, what do you want? I'm not. I cannot be you know a uh, 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 the 1950s housewife and work full time you need to pick your poison mm-hmm. and even if you do take care take care of me best believe my name is going still on everything but also don't throw that shit in my face oh yeah because people love to oh, do yeah. that no the moment that you said that you did something for me that's it we're done you don't have nothing else to discuss nothing else to discuss we're good 
I'm yeah, not here for that. Because I feel like people could drag that shit too. Especially like if one person is doing... Because even though you could be a stay-at-home wife, like that's still a job. You're still taking care of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But a person who's actually getting up and going to out to do something every day mm-hmm. is going to look at your position totally different. OD. You know? I agree. Same with, remember when stay-at-home fathers became a thing? Mm-hmm. And I'm still I'm not okay with that. No? No. You're not being the same on dad. <laughs> if you wanna do something. What if he wants to bond with the kids? No, that's cool. You can bond, but you're not gonna be a same home dad. No. See, I don't know, I'm still I'm, I'm still kinda old school. I feel like the man should be the pet the the, the main provider. I feel like a hundred percent. Like, okay, I don't mind you staying home with the kids, but have do you have a business that is on autopilot right now that we're making money in our sleep? Like, how is this working? Because ain't no way in hell I'm the only one bringing home the bacon. And I agree. And you out here, you know, fixing bottles and shit like that. And I mean, <laughs> that's cool, too. If you want to do most of the household work, dinner's ready when I am when I come home. I get my pussy eaten when, when I come home. The kids' homework is done. That's totally fine. But you know what dads be doing when you leave the kids with them. That's going to be a fucking mess. It's always some such shit. Like, yeah. it's always some dumb shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would feel weird if my man was like yeah. a stay at home. Unless, it's, like I said, unless that business is on autopilot, we good. We good. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Um, congrats to Kendrick Lamar and his woman of mad years they just welcomed the baby i was like talk about living life under the fucking radar yeah whole baby girl which is i was like oh what is this college oh child please i'm not reading it um it was a slow news week so yeah it's nothing really i'm gathering what nothing really i can gather I know it was kind of boring. I feel like that fabulous thing was the oh, congrats to Christina Milian. She's having a baby. You know, what did that? you send me that post? Which one? I don't know who posted it, but that shit did not make any sense. So there was a, it was it was on Instagram. I, it was like Twitter posts. So they was just like, yeah, black women are now dating outside of race. Um, and they named Meghan Markle. No, they named Christina Milian. Um, Christina Milian, Cassie, and Meghan Markle. She's like, yeah, the Meghan. Somebody's like, the Meghan Markle effect is now coming to place. All of these women are like Christina Milian is Latin, even though she's still black. Yeah, she. Yeah, but even if so, women of color is a mixed woman. Yeah, well, women, women of color, right? Let's put it this way. First of all, I don't give a fuck how rough it gets with me and black men. I'm never throwing black men under the bus. Yeah, to for me, sure. I'm sorry, I can't do it. My king gonna be black. I don't give a fuck. He's um, my husband's gonna be black. I mean, it, I could do even do biracial. I'm cool with that. I'm never gonna throw black men on the bus. And for for them to name just three women to set the fucking standard, that's a dub. Because I know a lot of healthy relationships that are both that include both black men and women. So I was just like, we need to stop. Did you see this? You should see the fucking comments on this shit. I was like, we're not serious. I couldn't even understand oh, no. it. But here's the thing. Black women, we're not supposed to date men of other races. races. Yeah. That's not okay. It's only okay when black men do it. When we do it, 
We fucking hussies. We yeah, thots. We, we hoes. Bedwinches. We're like all of these crazy things. And I, I always want like why? Why is that? Like why? I've even had like someone tell me like a black guy like tell me I I think he was like I would think less of you if you like dated a white man if, like had sex fucked a white man and I was just like huh? But yeah, but he but I bet he dated his outside of his race all the time. See, I like again like I don't care who you date if if this person makes you happy, fine as long as you're not disrespecting your own people. I don't give a shit who you date. Date whoever you want. But I feel like because of technology, we're able to to interact with other people and we're different spaces now, career-wise, where we are going to be dating or seeing more of different races and things like that. I don't see the problem with it, but just I just don't want this narrative to shift to think that black women are not dating black men. Because like, they are. We, and are they- we are definitely dating black men. I mean, that's all I date. I mean, I only dated a few white guys in my early 20s didn't work out and I had nothing against them you know once I became in tune with myself more and knew my history and just love blackness overall I'm sorry I just can't do it I mean unless there's a white guy that can really show me something different and I'm open to it but right now I'm just like I prefer to be with a black man listen this is one white guy on Instagram. He is so fine to me. I always go on his page and just check if he's still married. <laughs> and they still ain't got no divorce yet. So, clearly, right. he's not the one for me. But, yeah, I, don't know, I just think it's fucked. I think that double standard is very fucked up. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't, I don't I also think it's interesting that all of those women were women of mixed races. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Not <laughs> yeah. Black. It was weird. No, the, like, they're black women, but... It's like the make the Meghan Markle effect. Yeah, we leaving these rapping rapping niggas alone and some stupid shit like that. And I'm like, no, there there's certain types of guys from each race that most people wouldn't date. You know, like I prefer not to date a rapper. You know, I just something I just don't want. Um, I know in some certain other communities, they 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 don't they have their names or what they call those guys that they don't want to date. Like you don't want to bring that guy home. Like we have to stop thinking like we're the only ones that with the problem. And we're not like we're really really not so i mean it was a, it was a very interesting like feed i wish i could find i wish i knew who posted it it was very disturbing but it's like whatever yeah that is crazy i don't know i think this might this episode might be short yeah, it might be short because it was very slow nothing really to touch base on nothing at all hmm let me see let me see oh all right piece of the little boy who got shot and killed at that garlic fest there was a mass shooter oh yeah the gear like they sh- the shoot the shooter died too. and they found his instagram the page was kind of funny because i'm like that person only had one picture and one following i'm just like whatever even they just like put it together and like yeah i don't you know me i'm on my always go go left and i'm like right now like now they're about to go into like the second democratic debate coming up soon and now they want to talk about gun laws and gun policies like i i really just I don't believe we need to take away our rights to take um, to to um, bear arms. Like I'm so for arming yourself and protecting yourself. Unfortunately, it just gets into the wrong hands. Like you know, the UK have a mass stabbing issue now. It's been going on for a couple oh, yeah, of years. Yeah, because they can't have guns. They don't have guns, and they stabbing each other up. And I think that's more passionate. Mm. 
Like you literally going up on somebody and just stabbing them. You know how much Oof. passion that is? It's not like from a distance where you just shoot somebody. Right, right. It takes a lot to be really just stabbing somebody. You know? So it's just yeah, like, that's, like not, yes. that's not the cure here. The, 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 we have to start, like I said, unpacking things and looking like, okay, mental health, the lack of resources. Um, like there was Brownsville Day was the other day oh yes and 11 people injured one p- person dead yeah right near my house i mean i don't live in brownsville but it, it the traffic that shooting has a pack of the traffic near my house it was like blocks away and my thing is like these people have no resources brownsville unfortunately is a, a is a very impoverished neighborhood um is it built being built back up yes because of gentrification but there's still a lot of people over there that lack resources um, so what do you think is going to happen in survival of the fittest? People are going to shoot, people are going to kill because they need resources, whether they're doing it, most likely because they're doing something illegally. So it's like, okay, you owe me money for this, you don't give me money, I'm going to kill you. What's going to happen? If people have resources and are, and are able to build up businesses and build up the community in some shape or form, there would not, the, these things will be on a decline. Right, right. You know, now this guy, some white kid decided to shoot, shoot up a garlic festival. That's why I was just like, out of all things, a garlic, a fucking you can't even, garlic, garlic festival. Garlic, out of all things, you went to a garlic festival to shoot up people. I mean, you shouldn't be shooting nobody anywhere, but still, people literally was going to this festival to, for whatever reasons it was, thinking they were gonna come home and they would enjoy themselves. Now somebody gotta bury somebody, their loved one. A because little six-year-old. Oh, yeah, and somebody, and, but, and that's what I'm saying. Like this, we have to really start. With these kids and white people being the number one terrorist in this country, something is wrong. But the world will never address this issue the way they are properly supposed to. Because if mass shootings was mostly done by black people, yeah, oh. it would be disgusting. No, see, I see our crimes are really just, and that's why I always tell people like, look at the recent FBI statistics when it comes to crimes. When, when it comes to like theft and stuff yeah we may be ahead of white people because a lot of those times like i said it's survival of the fittest we breaking in houses and things like that like robbery but when it comes to real killings and shit and real like rapings and a lot of that it ain't us it's them so i mean we have to really start looking at the shit and, and i'm like even the fbi was like the white ter- white men are the the, ter- the new terrorists like yeah. they are really terrorists. but they have o- always been, been terrorists they always been terrible. And I hate that, like, this is something that is so widely ignored. Mm-hmm. Like, let's look at the real truth. No. What, this, it's like the same shit keeps happening. Some white man or little white boy goes and shoots shit up. Everyone's like, oh my God, RIP. They start changing their um, Instagram profile pictures and whatever. The shit dies down and then it happens again. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking cycle. Cause they, I think cause these kids, and he's like, this guy was what, 18 years old? I think the shooter was. Something is wrong with his mind. For some, for for anybody wanting to take someone's life that they don't even know, you're not gaining anything from the situation. Like, like That's some evil nothing. ass shit. That's some evil shit, and there's something going on with his mind. And I don't know what it is. I really, I'm really starting to think maybe, like, instead of, like, guidance counselors now, maybe they need to put, like, mental health, like, counselors or something in the in the schools or some type of like psychiatrist that they kids got to go to like at least once every two months or some shit like that or once every month because there's so much going on and like I, it I should just, be a period it should be a period like they should kind of like have enough shit. yes meditation because i know there's and a school right now that um they got rid of detention and they've implemented meditation and they've seen a decline in 
kids acting out, misbehaving, fighting in school. And like we, there's so many other options. Like I feel like sometimes punishment is not the is not the answer. Mm-hmm. It's not the answer. Yeah, like clearly what worked back in the day didn't really work. Um, and the things that we're still using now, oh, it's not working. Yeah, we need to implement meditation in our schools. And we also need to have somebody that's on hand at, at all times. Somebody needs, like, a super open-door policy. Hire, like, maybe, like, five, six people. If there's a kid having trauma or something that they're going through, they can walk leave, walk out of class, talk to this person, whoever this person is, and let's try to figure it out. Like, there's something that's going on with these kids. This is disgusting and it's scary. And also, have conversations just about how important life is how important just being a decent human being is because another thing i'm realizing is like yo some people like life to them ain't shit yeah and taking someone's life like when i think about killing someone i think about me like me doing that because i'm in a situation if you're trying to kill me you know what i'm saying but i would never just want to hurt anybody but then again i think about like a lot of people upbringings mm-hmm. and a lot of people like they don't they don't value life because they don't value their own because of what they have experienced they were born into fucked up yeah, situations yeah, like yeah. some people never had a chance to begin with it, ex- exactly and that my is point. what and sucks exactly and that's what's so fucked up because a lot of people were blessings they were they were blessings they were blessings in a cursed situation mm-hmm. so it's just like now they you have this beautiful blessing now they're in like a fucked up situation because now what maybe the father was in and out in jail, the mama, the auntie and grand and grandmother raised this kid and they dog out men or they you know never home they partying all night and parents was on drugs, drugs and, you know different men in and out the house, house right uh, uh, maybe somebody touched you yeah it's like so many things and nobody talks about these these traumas so it's just like if you imagine being like this person who had no one to talk to ever. You maybe could attempted to take your own life, but it just wasn't successful. And now you just want to take it out on other people. But we have to really start unpacking this shit because now, like kids are really growing up. These are these are there's so many adults that we probably speak to every day, but we're not aware of the shit that they went through as children. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, all of us be, exactly, and that's the thing. And but a lot of us are able to just continue with life and still live decent lives. But where a lot of people like they may be shooting up sniffing something they're not supposed to be sniffing fucking just having sex with any and everybody mm-hmm. um like just, just different vices yeah, to kind of put a band-aid on band-aid you know, what they're exactly going through exactly my point so just like we can we can end this now if we just try different methods in our schools because everybody doesn't have a parent to talk to like i know i have a lot of friends that i went to high school with their parents work so much just to keep a fucking roof over their heads mm-hmm. who was gonna talk to them yep you know, my parents did, but they, but so much they could for the kids in my community. Like a lot, my my house was like, okay, we can always go to Mister and Mrs. Simmons' house. Okay. You know, like we, you know, that's home for them. They, they felt comfortable there. You know, but when they go home, they still got to deal with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. My parents always made it their business to talk to children and things like that. And I was very fortunate to have active parents that didn't sugarcoat shit and wanted me to get information from them and not from the streets. Mm-hmm. But I think about how many kids don't even have that. They can't even pick up their phone and have a regular conversation with their mother or their father. Mm-hmm. They can't say, like, hey, you know, I was just raped at a party. Yeah. And somebody put something in my drink. Because automatically some people will be like, no, you fucked them. You wanted to have sex, you know? Or, like, some men, some boys, 
may have been touched by you know their gym teacher or their basketball coach won't say nothing they won't or that fucking priest that was saying it. saying he was sucking telling them he need to suck the demons out uh, of yeah, uh, he was, you this guy was this priest was sucking other men penises saying that and he was molesting them and saying that there's demons in and the demons were in the sperm so you had to suck it out <laughs> and he was doing that in like the 80s mm-hmm. so you know it's a lot of, and think about those kids now these are adults now yeah these are adults now and you not, you fucked up like in the mind matter of fact there's a it's crazy there's a movie called the perfectionist on instagram not instagram netflix okay this movie is about some childhood trauma um you you have to watch this shit it's so good it's like a thriller it's called the perfection or the perfectionist when i mean it's gonna make your head spin because it, it this is a the prime example why like kids need somebody to talk to because you never, you never know what people, what kids are going through. Right. You know, now like this kid, and I feel bad because now this young boy is dead. He didn't even get the help that he needed. He didn't value his life enough to want to value someone else. Oh, yeah, because they killed the gunman. They, yeah, they killed the gunman mm-hmm. at the garlic festival. You can't, shit, I can't, I'm afraid to go to Smorgasburg. I can't, I'm afraid to get a goddamn, you know, a sandwich. The movies. Yeah, the movies. People have shot in the movies. You can't do anything. Like, I also think just teaching compassion and, um being there for one another and sometimes just being a listener yeah and you know and stop telling people it could always be worse that's the worst advice you can give somebody it could well it can always be worse i don't want to hear that shit now. i know that but i'm dealing with some other shit right now and i'm not taking it so well so either you're going to be a shoulder or i might do something that i don't want to do or point me in a direction to someone who is educated enough to deal with my problems right so yeah so i mean if you see kids out there, sometimes just, just ask them how their date was. Are you okay? Are you good? And usually the kids who are acting out is always because of some shit that's going on yeah. in their house. Or mm-hmm. like the bullying. Um, there was a video, I think it was released last week, of these girls jumping, jumping at a disabled, a disabled uh, Little girl. young woman. And I'm just like, yo, what is this world coming to? And, and they recorded like, it. Like, they literally recorded it. And I'm just like, has the world always been like this, or just getting is, or is this, or do we feel like it's amplified because it's easy to access it because everyone puts it on the internet? I think it's a mix because now, all right, now we we know what's going on in Florida. We also know what's going on in Australia um, mm-hmm. and beyond. And I think us taking all that in, first of all, that shit is fucking depressing mm-hmm. when it seems like just everything going wrong. Um, and, but nowadays we also have people doing things just to put it on Instagram, just to upload it, you know, just to get attention. So, I don't know. I just feel like, hmm, sometimes it does leave you feeling a little helpless. And also like, I know, did you, did you ever check out that show Euphoria? No, it's so good. Please watch it. It is like, I was like, if my high school was like that, oh my God, it's it's crazy. I'm going to watch it. But, so next week is the season finale. But when I tell you, like HBO, first of all, their shows are amazing. Every I feel like everything they put out is just amazing. But this show in particular, if Zendaya don't win awards for this show, like she, she's, 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 a, some work. she's a drug addict. In the show. Okay. And she is playing the hell out of that role. 
all of the all of them are playing the hell out of that role, but Zendaya really stands out because like I truly feel like I believe it. Um, but the show is just amazing, and it follows these kids in high school, and they doing crazy shit. And I'm like, shit. When I have kids, is this how it's gonna be? Because mm-hmm. if it's if so, I want to lock them motherfuckers in the house. I don't want them to do anything. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's really intense. It's a lot of nudity. Um, there's transgender people on the show. There it it also talks about like abuse, drug use. Um, the show is crazy. Yeah, that's 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 too much for me. So I'm gonna have to look into it. Yeah, I know some because my mom was like, my mom was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> she was like, what do you got me watching? I was like, ma, like this is what kids are going through like this is the new age that they live in um someone had recorded some girl having sex sent it to everybody like this sh- i'm like yo if that ever happened to me i don't know what i would do and keep going of course but you'd be that when you in high school that, yeah when you in high school that's a whole totally different mentality because you can't even everybody just, picking on you you can't run from that i mean you can go to a different high school but again with these phones yeah we got access to so much shit mm-hmm, that is true so it's like if you have hbo find somebody signing something the show euphoria it's crazy it. i'm gonna look i'm gonna watch it another show that's really good but it's on netflix money heist i looked at it other day but i gotta look at it i didn't i didn't i've looked at it i'm like i'm not gonna watch this the thing about it is is it's in Spanish. So you have to watch the subtitles. You can uh watch it was in Spanish. It's in Spanish. They have a they have one where they speak English, but it's the the mouth be so off that you just rather watch it in Spanish. Mm. Um so I always watch it in Spanish. I just hate it because I'm one of those people like I don't really watch like I watch T V with my phone in my hand. Yeah. Um but with that you do have to give it all your attention because you need to read the subtitles. Right, right. So that show is fire though, and Netflix just released a new season last Friday, yes, and it's really good. It's about these people who come together to rob a bank, um, but like all of their crazy individual situations and relationships kind of like interferes with it mm. and whatever. But it's 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 really good. Like it makes me want to get more into Latin dramas because it's fire. Okay. So. I'm those are my two show recommendations for the week. This week is a short episode because the news is short. And it's summertime. Yeah. I will say coming up soon, like, I don't know. I think me and Yaya need a nice, like, week, two-week break <laughs> we'll or something see. like that. We'll see. I'm going to. We'll let you guys know. Yes, for sure. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Um, sorry about the short episode. But I feel like we give you an hour and 30 minutes, two, two hours. All the time. All the time. And so. some of y'all have short attention spans anyway, so y'all be alright. That's true. I know for me, there's some podcasts that are three hours, and like it be taking me days to get through them. Yeah. Like I stop. I, the Joe Butter podcast. Yeah, no, there's no way. I I'll stop and go back to that shit all the time. Yeah. So. And also, I gotta take him in dosages anyway. So it's yeah. like. But thanks for listening. See, y'all next week. See you next week. <laughs>